All right, let's talk wellness now, uh, 32 minutes past four. We talk journaling and intention setting. Journaling is the act of keeping a record of your personal thoughts, feelings, and insights. Journaling is touted as a great way to alleviate stress and depression by helping people prioritize their thoughts and gain clarity. Journaling can be a great way to set intentions, affirm yourself, and manifest. According to a Harvard Business Study School or school study, participants who journaled at the end of each day for 15 minutes had a 25% increase in performance when compared with a control group who did not journal. This is according to Daily Stoic and Harvard Business School. But joining us is Dr. Anes Umbis for now, medical doctor, entrepreneur, yoga teacher, uh, our hero, heroine, our survivor, everything. She's uh, <laughs> everything. Thanks so much for joining us again, uh, Dr. Bisfo. How are you this Thursday? I'm so good, Asada. How are you doing? And I love how the, the heroine got stuck in there. I don't, I don't know how I earned that one. but um, What do you I'll, mean I'll you don't it. know how you, you earned that one? You don't, you don't see what you do in life, eh? You never look in the mirror. <laughs> You're right. I need to affirm, hey? I need to affirm these things. I need to repeat it to myself. I need to do some journaling. <laughs> yes, exactly. You need to do some journaling. But when it starts with, with, with journaling, I mean, is there a belief that if you're not good at writing, then this is not going to work for you? What are the reasons people are not journaling? That's definitely a barrier. I think a lot of people tend to think that if you're journaling or writing down your thoughts, that it needs to be coherent or good enough for somebody else to read. But actually, the journaling exercise is all about you. It's, it's nothing about somebody reading what you've wrote afterwards. It's about the act of you writing the act of you connecting and actually reflecting on your thoughts. And of course, that translates to you also taking a couple of moments out for yourself where you can only really focus on on writing down whatever it is that you're writing down during your journaling session. Is it also maybe a fear that what happens if I leave my journal somewhere and someone picks it up and reads things I don't want them to see? Yes, I mean, I think everybody can relate to those rom-com moments where somebody's diary gets found from underneath their bed and it's a huge Mm. expose. So that's totally true, you know, and I think so many of us are used to doing things for others or doing things where other people might have a view or opinion of it. You know, a lot of people's experience with writing is maybe through school, you know, creative writing or during English class. So I think it's about reframing what writing can be like in your life and seeing it as a self-care practice, a practice that's just for you, and not even feeling ashamed about whatever your thoughts may be should somebody happen upon your journal, realizing that we actually all have crazy thoughts, we all have thoughts that tend to plague us to make us feel a certain way, and there's really nothing to be ashamed of when it comes to writing these thoughts down. So where should we begin then? With well, mm, so one of the great things about journaling, and I think a really important thing to remember, is there's lots of different ways to journal. And I think a lot of people tend to get a bit hung up because they think that when we're talking about journaling, it means that at the end of your day or at the beginning of your day, you're essentially writing a story about what might have happened during the day. And, and sometimes we don't feel like that. Sometimes it takes a lot of our energy to have to create a whole story But that's not all that journaling is. Mm. So there there are essentially eight different techniques of journaling that I'm familiar with, at least. The first one, which is hugely beneficial, is just free writing. 
And that you can do at the start of your day, at the end of your day, really any time that you've put aside to journal, where you just free write whatever comes to mind. And this doesn't need to make coherent sense. Um, You can be writing absolute rubbish, absolute gibberish, just writing as your thoughts come into your mind. But this is a really great technique if your mind is kind of a blur with lots of thoughts and, and it almost feels like you can't keep up with all of those thoughts. Journaling tends to slow them down and you're able to read them and almost digest them while you're writing. The other one that's really great mm-hmm. is bullet journaling. And this is if you're somebody who's a bit more analytical, maybe you don't have a lot of time to just free write everything that's in the mind. You just want to jot down the important points. And that can be really great if you get a bit intimidated by writing, where all you have to do is list things, list how you feel, list things you're grateful for, list things you're angry about, list things you're afraid of. Remember, with journaling, it's not really important about what it is you're writing about. It's more just the fact that you're actually putting things down and dealing with your thoughts. So that one would probably, (laughs) I just want to put a joke in there. (laughs) That one, the bullet journaling would sound like a trap song. (laughs) Just (laughs) jot a word here and there, put it all together, even if it doesn't make sense. Okay. That's it. Yeah, exactly that. (laughs) I mean, you know, it's, it's these things where we tend to put unrealistic expectations of ourselves. And there's some days where you get home and the last thing that you want to do is write long sentences. And even as you say, even just a word, describing how you feel a word describing how your day went in bullet form is also a way of putting your thoughts down Mm. and you know we also have some creative people so there's art journaling where your journaling is a mixture of words and doodles Mm. um, where you draw pictures of of your day or moments of your day or or maybe something abstract about how you feel and then what I've really, these are, these are more new um, forms of journaling that I'm familiar with. Mm-hmm. But this is about if you need to reframe a certain situation or if you're journaling for your healing, I've heard of dialogue journaling. And that's where if you've had a difficult conversation with a family member or friend, you actually write out the dialogue. Mm-hmm. I said this, she said that, I said this, she said that. And you can write out a new conversation where you're able to express everything that you wanted to express in the right way. Maybe that person comforts you or says everything that you needed to hear in your dialogue journaling just to reframe a difficult conversation, which I thought is really great. And then the last one that we can touch on today is perspective journaling, Mm -hmm. where sometimes you might be struggling to see a certain situation from a different perspective, Maybe you've had an argument with somebody because they have a perspective that's different to yours. And with perspective journaling, you essentially write out the same story, but from different perspectives. And that enables you to actually get into the character of the other person who's seeing things differently and can help you to just reframe a certain situation. So Mm -hmm. these are all different ways that we can use writing um, to, to just become a bit more connected to our thoughts, but also to ensure that we can almost distance ourselves and detach ourselves from our thoughts and realize that our thoughts are just on paper, just what's going on in the mind, and that there's almost a, an, an objective observer within all of us. Yes. And that's where we really start to tap into being in the present moment, connecting to that observer, our higher self, and that's all access through journaling. This was very helpful. I think the eight techniques make it more accessible in terms of that. We can all do it, really, this journaling. Let's take a short break. We need to do that. Uh, sorry to cut you there, Dr. Yeah, Anisu, 
Okay, Dr. Anis Mbis, for medical doctor, entrepreneur and yoga teacher, continues with us right after this. 3 to 5 a.m. With uh, Dr. Anis Mbis for talking journaling and intention setting. So, Doctor, where should we keep our journals? Uh, where should we keep our books, our diaries, our journals? Is it easier if we, we put it in our bag or handbags or in our cars where we can easily access them? Or should we put it in the house, in the bedroom? Where should we put them? I think when it comes to journaling, the most important thing is you want this to be part of your self-care activities. And so I would recommend keeping your journal at home. That way you're more likely to share more of the intimate details of your thoughts in it because you're less likely to lose it or for somebody else to find it. But if you're somebody who likes jotting things down as you go through your day, then you can even have a separate journal that's almost like a travel journal for, you know, thoughts that pop up as you go through your day, and then a journal that you keep at home that's a bit more private, that has more of the private details of your life. So I think it's it's more about finding a way to keep your journal in a place where it feels safe, it feels secure, but also somebody somewhere where you're constantly reminded by seeing it in your personal space to journal and to put that time aside. How often should we go, be going back to what we've written as part of that self-criticism or self-reflection and connecting with self-process? At what intervals should we go back to what we've written prior in terms of our journals? I generally like to almost fit my journaling into my other self-care practices. And mm-hmm. so if you are somebody who follows the moon, for example, checking in on your journal every full moon and every new moon can be a really nice way to establish a routine where you're reflecting on what you've written before. It can also be a nice way of almost theming some of your your journal entries. Maybe you know that every new moon you do a journal entry where you talk about uh, what it is you're setting your intentions on, Mm -hmm. what it is you're wanting to manifest. And then every new moon you know that you have these journal entries that you can refer to to look at how your wants and desires have changed or how you've reframed your manifestations and your intentions. So I think when it comes to reflecting on your own writing, some people don't even like to go back to their writing at all. You know, the the idea of having a thought written down and then that's where it belongs and mm. there's no need to go over it again can sometimes bring people peace. So that's really up to you and what it is that you're using your journaling for. But going back and reading your thoughts can be a really great way of reminding yourself of how you've overcome difficult situations. If you're having a particularly difficult day, maybe you go back to reading entries where you were having a great day and you were feeling aligned and reminding yourself that you can have moments like that again. Mm. So it can just be a lovely way to remind yourself of all of the different states of mind that you've been in. So that, again, you can detach from those thoughts and realize that they fluctuate and that there's nothing wrong with that. Um, And that that just helps to make those lows or those difficult periods a lot more manageable. All right. Please do share your social media handles. Perfect. So if anybody wants to get hold of me, you can find me on Insta at at Dr. Anesu Bijo. Um, And if you're looking for a conscious community to connect with, you can find us at the Nest Space ZA or www.thenestspace.co.za. And we share a lot of resources about self-care and self-love. For example, today is 11-11. It's the 11th day 
of the 11th month. Mm. And if you follow numerology and all of those things, this is supposed to be a really great day to set intentions, to write things down, to reflect on what it is you've learned this year, what it is you want next year to bring you. So this in particular today is a really powerful day if you're into journaling, and we're going to be sharing some resources on our socials throughout the day for that. And you know, in our day in history today, we were looking at the First World War, which ended on this day. Wow. And it was on the 11th hour, on the 11th day of this 11th month. (laughs) Wow, that's crazy. I think when you start, numerology is one of those things where when you start to look at things like dates or, you know, significant numbers that pop up in your life more often than not, you start to realize that things seem to be a lot more connected mm, <laughs> than, we, than we think they are. It's almost like everything happens exactly when it should and how it should. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Always great chatting to you. You always just shine the light for us. We appreciate yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you, Asanda. Have a great end of the week as well. Have a good one. Thank you. Uh, Dr. Anissa Mbizo, medical doctor, entrepreneur, and uh, yoga teacher joining us on our wellness.